You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. <laughs> Because politics isn't really funny. Well, although it's kind of hilarious now. But, um, <laughs> and I have Tommy Wakefield, who is uh, a staunch, that's the staunch leftist, Bernie staunch, boy. He is a, Ber- a Bernie boy or Bernie bro? Well, let's talk, let's talk about everything. Because the Bernie bro is a stereotype invented by the mainstream media mm-hmm. to minimize the leftist movement as just a bunch of angry white guys on the internet. When in reality, the Bernie Sanders movement has more support from women and people of color than any other candidate. Hold on. So Bernie has more support from people of color. Mm-hmm. Now He's leading among Latinos by a huge margin. Not even funny. That's why he won in Nevada by like 20%. Mm-hmm. That's why he's going to win in Texas. That's why he's going to smash in California and Arizona etc 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 he is also leading among black voters and they make it seem like he's not but he is he's not leading among old Old, voters yes and old black voters especially that's why he lost south carolina now why doesn't bernie speak to old black voters because didn't he march with martin luther king he did yeah he did he was involved in the civil rights movement in a way that joe biden was not even though he lied about it oh shit he did yeah, Joe Biden lied about a couple things. Joe Biden uh, also worked with segregationists mm-hmm. back in the day, which he tried to spin as a positive thing because it shows that he can <laughs> work across the aisle. Mm-hmm. But I think of it as uh, less of a positive thing. So then, if going to Super Tuesday, I don't. You're much more ensconced in this than I am. So this, the, the what's up for grabs right now? What are the states that are up for grabs? Um, and I know North Carolina. Now North Carolina is also. Uh, going to be like South Carolina. It's going to be a lot of old black folks. Less so. Less, Less so? like South Carolina. South Carolina is like the Democratic Party of South Carolina is m- almost entirely old black voters. And there was a certain politician in South Carolina who endorsed Biden in the last week who is very, Clyde very Warren. influential. Yes. yes, yes. So I think that had a lot to do with it. I think being in the South, um, is it just seventy percent of the votes were over forty-five years old? So these these are things that worked against Bernie. Bernie still was viable in the state. He still got twenty percent mm-hmm. lower than he's been in any other state. But you know, now do you think that if Obama came out and said, "I like I like uh, Joe. Joe's my guy. Joe's uh, I, I trust Joe. Even if he didn't officially ador- endorse him, but he just came out." With positive words. In my opinion, the fact that Obama has not endorsed Joe Biden should tell you everything you need to know. Do do uh, former presidents always endorse the people they worked with them? Is that would it be unusual know. for him to do that, or is it Obama's just- statement as of now is that he has several friends in the race and he will support whoever gets the nomination. But, but Obama doesn't like Bernie, does he? No. That's so weird. Now, here's another thing about this was going on. And, and if you guys are bored already, well, well, we'll put some dick jokes in there along the way. Um, <laughs> we'll get some dick jokes in there. Yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think that... Uh, so, first of all, if Obama did that, it would be, it'd be done. I disagree. Really? Yeah. 
So you don't think that that uh, that Bernie because the Obama glow is still there. People just still think it's like the house it's in days fading, of, but it's there. Yeah, Obama is very very popular. Mm-hmm. He was the best candidate we've had in a really long time. And, um, you know, he was an inspirational speaker. He really brought the country together in 2008. That was like a huge blue swing. But I don't think that any particular person's endorsement is that important when this election is going to come down to electability and policy Uh and movement. Now, I did hear... And Bernie's got all three on Biden. There was there was some uh, uh, a black pundit who said that Bernie was basically the equivalent of Martin Luther King. Like, what Martin Luther King was doing with his revolutionary comments and what he wanted, his changes in policy... The politics of love. Politics of love. Mm-hmm. Um, why aren't more... Why, like, why aren't the people who are the standard bearers of the King movement and civil rights... Why aren't they getting behind Bernie, like, en masse? Uh, I would say a lot of them are. Has like I think Bernie has a lot of uh, African American support. A lot of, and, and here's the thing: is like all the new, young, fresh, exciting faces in politics. All of the new leftist movement, they're all firmly behind Bernie Sanders. I think that the old guard mm-hmm. are gonna go with the old guard. Now you know what I mean. Yeah, Joe Biden is so much a symbol of the status quo and of days gone by uh-huh. whereas bernie is as much as strange as it is as it is because he's the oldest he is all new ideas he is all ahead of the curve he is all where we're going yeah regardless of who gets elected bernie sanders is where we are going now one of the things that look i, I don't know if people listen to this if they're like fans of bernie i have no idea what people think politically who are listening to this but Back in the day when when John Lennon was a big uh, political activist for mm-hmm. uh, he he he, he uh, canvassed for George McGovern I believe right and against Nixon I don't know and that some, far back anyway so um and the, I, you brought up McGovern <laughs> why we got some McGovern talks no I've points? had I've had people bring him up as an example of why Bernie isn't going to win yes. and I think that's just a ridiculous comparison why to make. a million reasons for one. Uh, the politics of 40 years ago versus the politics of now are totally different. The landscape of, uh, like, the paradigm has shifted completely. We're in an internet age. We're in a Trump era. The We're in the era of populism. Uh, I think Nixon a, was actually popular. Trump has Was it even then, issues. even though the Vietnam War had escalated so much? <sighs> the, there was a whole bunch of other factors, and I'm forgetting them now, but I, I just don't think someone running with a progressive policy in 2020 is comparable to then we were in the war times. And yeah. There's just so many external factors. Now, the broad strokes here mm. are really remnants of the Cold War because we have an idea of individual liberty versus collectivism, right? That's the real broad strokes here that... People look at someone like a moderate like Bernie as sponsoring or advocating individual liberty, and they look at at Bernie as straight up collectivism, right? So anyone who is from the old the Cold War era, like my dad, for example, right, and people like white people like my dad would never vote for Bernie Sanders because to them it makes them think, oh, he wants to make you know, I mean, communism is still a dirty word. 
Socialism, Socialism is, is still, a dirty still word kind of a for, dirty word for people of a certain era. Yeah, especially people who are alive in the Cold War. Like even my dad heard the word socialism and was like, he could never win. But I think people who are younger and were uh, not alive during the Cold War, yeah, it doesn't mean the same thing to us. Of course, we don't care. But same thing with John Lennon when he canvassed and Nixon swept huge against McGovern, right? Because the young people didn't come out to vote. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the young folk are going to come out to vote? Well, it's not just the young folk. It is it is younger folks under 45. It is Latinos. It is African Americans, Native Americans. Basically, every single person who is not a Trump supporter. Yeah. Every d- diverse group. Women are going to come out to support Bernie. They already have. He has more female support than any other candidate. Really? Mm-hmm. And 70% of his staff is female, and, uh, and he's probably going to pick a female VP. Mm-hmm. So, so this, which brings up another point, because why isn't Elizabeth... Now, we just had a brief convo. You said Elizabeth Warren was hot back in the day. <laughs> she was. Oh, man. I, I like Elizabeth Warren, and I like her policies. I have liked her less and less as the campaign goes on, because she's kind of been showing... Her true colors in a couple areas as she grows more desperate for support. I think that I think it's again, it's like they're really close to the ring of power, right? Yeah. So even though Elizabeth Warren doesn't really have a path through the presidency, she sees the fucking ring. Yeah, the ring of all, power has corrupted like, Elizabeth Warren. Like she should have she should have dropped out today. Yeah. Or tomorrow morning dropped out and said, I'm going to put my weight behind Bernie. And that Pete would change Buttigieg, everything. Amy Pete, Klobuchar, they all dropped out and they're kind of backing Biden. Do they officially back Biden or are they just sort of... Klobuchar, I think Klobuchar did. did. Pete has Pete, not officially backed Biden just did yet. something to say, we need someone who can bring... He kind of indirectly said, don't vote for everybody, Bernie. Everybody is indirectly smearing Bernie. Yes. Every single candidate, every single news station, every single advertisement, everybody is scared shitless of Bernie because he's really going to shake things up. Yeah. So what happens if, now I don't know what all the numbers are because I know there's a lot of weird calculus with this, but like it's possible that the, they can go to the, was it the convention, the final? The convention, right. Right. Where and, and it's undecided, so they have to do a little dosy do fucking thing for Bernie to win the nomination without the superdelegates getting involved. He has to have a majority, which is over fifty percent of the delegates, by the convention. If not, he will have a plurality, which means he has more delegates than other people. But which is not what's going ha- to see. He's going to have a plurality for sure. Not necessarily. No. Well, it, here's the deal: before South Carolina. Like, if Bernie had won South Carolina, it would be over. Oh, it'd be done, yeah. The stats were looking like he was going to win 14 out of 15 states on Super Tuesday. He was going to just sweep the whole thing. Biden won South Carolina, and then the party said, okay, this is our last chance to stop him, so we're going to make everybody drop out. We're going to consolidate behind Joe Biden. We're really going to push him. So now, worst-case scenario, Bernie wins 8 out of 15 states. Worst case is 8 out of 15. 8 out of 15. So you're saying, and I, I, I would the actually— numbers hold. I would make some bets with this. I would make some bets. I think that Biden is going to overperform in Texas. You think think Biden's going to win Texas? I'll take that bet. I think Biden, I don't know if he's going to win, but I think You know he's not going to win. Okay, he's not going to win. But (laughs) I think Bernie's lead in Texas is going to be much smaller Mm -hmm. than the Bernie campaign. O'Rourke is a big Texas figure, and he just endorsed Biden today, which I was really, really sad about. Yeah. 
So that could that could swing things. Is there anyone who's endorsing Bernie that was running that? No. No. Fucking Marianne Williamson <laughs> and Tulsi Gabbard, I think. Maybe, Tulsi Gabbard? I don't know if Tulsi officially did, but she supports Bernie. Well, she's a Russian asset, no, so of course not. she's going to vote propaganda. for Bernie. <laughs> they say that about everybody. They fucking say that about everybody they don't like. Bernie's a Russian asset. Tulsi's a Russian asset. So I'm not a huge Tulsi Gabbard fan, but I do respect her in a lot of her politics. But and I do think so. This is this is right now. We're Monday, so okay. Tuesday tomorrow, someone can still change the whole game by an endorsement tomorrow. Mm, I think it's too late tomorrow. What if Bloomberg dropped out? That would be crazy. That won't happen. It's, again, he has no path to the that nomination. Would, well, Bloomberg hasn't even been on the ballot in a single state yet. Yeah. But he's also put half a billion dollars into television ads. Yeah. Which is unprecedented. No one has ever spent that much, especially of their own fucking money. I hate, I hate Bloomberg. Well, Bloomberg, Completely but, but Bloomberg is taking the votes from Biden. Not I'm from- honestly stoked about Bloomberg's presence because he is going to cut Biden's votes in half, which all- is going to help Bernie a lot. It also speaks to the fact that even though he is a billionaire mm-hmm. and he's done all this shit, he's delusional. Completely delusional. Because if he thinks he has a chance of winning, he, he must think he has a chance of winning or he would drop out. I thought he might have a chance of winning until I saw him in that debate. I was like, oh, Ugh. this guy's completely unelectable. The no best- charisma, no personality. Trump would None. destroy him. The best when he said, uh, well, there's some lawsuits. I I got, you know, there's some against me. A couple. I said some jokes. People were like, what? You said some jokes? Imagine a guy worse than Trump just running as a Democrat because he's not a fucking Democrat. That's for damn sure. Yeah. He's a Republican authoritarian who has almost three times as many sexual harassment lawsuits as Trump. Imagine that. What, against him personally? Yes. He has like over 60. No, I thought it was his staff or something. No, it's him personally. Wait, he has 60 against him personally. 60 plus against him. Yes. I mean. Whoa. Yeah, dude. He's not. He's not. Didn't cool. he release the NDA agreements with these women? He he cherry picked a couple of them and he said those can go. And what were they? I forget what they were. I don't what? remember. Oh, I one did. Of them, one of them, he told a woman that she had to get rid of her baby when she was pregnant. She uh, basically said she okay. had to get an abortion. Tommy, that <laughs> is unverified. <laughs> is it? It is. I don't know if there it's are no witnesses. But. It was that's a little apocryphal. Like, I don't know if okay, that's really okay, true. Okay, okay, sure. We'll we'll go with it. But he allegedly did, he did come up. This is kind of funny. There's a, a very funny comic named Joe Machi. He did a bit about this. This he called one woman a horse faced lesbian. A horse faced lesbian. Yeah. And he released her from the non disclosure agreement, and she's going to like, and she's going to come out or not because like are coming out. She might come out and be like, hey, I'm, I'm a horse-faced lesbian. And the people are like, uh, uh, he's got a point. You oh, do look okay. like a horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, how dare you? Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah, what if she's dude. really horse-faced and she's wearing plaid and she has a tool belt and the whole nine yards, man? Oh, I mean, well, then I guess her <laughs> boss should say something about it then. <laughs> I guess. No, but people will be like, Man, oh, I guess, well, man, if, she, he, if it's accurate, he had a solid I guess point. her boss has a right to say something. Well, what, what else was it? So his horse face lesbian, were there other things he said? We don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just, just shit like if you can imagine your boss saying it to you. Yeah. It's like, this dude is a dick. Dude, he seems so entitled up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He kept looking around at the other candidates with the air of like, I wish I could fire you. You know what I mean? <laughs> God. Yeah, I will say this. Such a prick. Him saying, telling a girl that she should get an abortion, 
Yeah. I mean, Michelle Williams in her big Golden Globe speech, she was like, you know, because I had an abortion, I was able to have an amazing career as an actress and and win Oscars because of, thank God for abortions. So you're Team Bloomberg a little bit. Well, isn't Bloomberg sort of supporting the Democratic platform by saying, go get abortions for everyone? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You get an abortion. You get an abortion. Look on your chair. There's an abortion. The Democratic platform is if you want one, you can get it. That would be an insane. This is like how people like Ben Shapiro try and represent the Democratic platform is like they're making people get abortion. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's like pro-abortion is very different than pro-choice, obviously. And pro-abortion is very different than mandatory abortion. Get an abortion or you're fired. I know. That's like China now. Yeah. Um, So what do you... That is like China. What do you see are... Now you feel so. Let's go. Let's go. So California, California's you, Bernie. Now tell me what you went to a rally, huh? I've been canvassing, and then I went to a What's rally. What's canvassing mean? Are you outside Whole Foods? Like, hey, canvassing means that uh, it's kind of high tech nowadays. You go to the office. They give you. They go to an office. They give you bumper stickers. They give you pamphlets. They give you door hangers. They give you literature. It's almost like being a Mormon. What do you do with bumper stickers? You put them in other people's cars without them knowing? No, no, no. You give them to people who are interested. So okay. they'll put them on their own cars. And where are you when you give them to people? Uh, we go to we go East LA, uh-huh. almost entirely Latino population, because yeah. that's Bernie's strategy. Uh, I mean, he's he's canvassing with everyone, but that's what we're specifically doing. What is the, what is the Latino population in California? Do you know, percentage-wise? I think it... All of it? I, I don't know if it's the majority, but it's like maybe 40, 50%. Really? Yeah. It's huge. And that's going to be pretty much all Bernie. It will likely be a huge majority Bernie. I mean, you can't account for everybody. Everybody's going to vote their own way. But, but uh, in, if Nevada is any indicator, people of all ages were kind of getting behind him. Was there any, when you were canvassing, did you have any crazy interactions with people? Did you have any long debates? Did you have to convince, did you feel like you convinced anybody while you were canvassing? To vote um, for Bernie. Because that's really what it's about, right? You're convincing people. You're I enrolling people in the idea. It's like, it is as much convincing people as it is activating people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of these campaigns, their strategy is target. This is the traditional school of thought. Yeah. Bernie is very outside of the norm. He's trying something different. The traditional political school of thought is to target high propensity voters. These are like old white people, right? Yeah. They always show up to vote. Yeah. But what Bernie's doing is he is targeting low propensity voters. He is going into communities that have never even had political canvassers go up to them. Like most Latino communities, people don't even talk to them because they assume they won't vote. Yeah. And they will if someone has ideas that they are interested in. Yes. So we're going into these communities and we're basically saying like... Are, are some of these communities, are they, do, do you feel, is it, is it shady? Do you feel like this is like, maybe I shouldn't be here right now? Um, or do people look at you like, get the fuck out of here? You maybe, have MS-13s like walking around with their nah, pit bulls? I don't, think, I don't think it's that bad. If we go in the daytime, it's pretty harmless. I go with like, my do you roll up to, do, you, do you go up to a... a it's like me like, and my friend... And, uh, and honestly, the, we got a really positive reception yeah. all the time. Like a couple people were like, I don't want to talk about politics. And we're like, all right, we leave them alone. Yeah. But most people are like just interested. Yeah. And do they, do you feel like they know about, do you, I mean, they obviously know his name, but do they know what Not he's everybody. about? Some people don't know what he's about, but they, everybody, here's the thing. Everybody we talk to hates Trump. Yes. Everybody we talk to hates Trump. Every Latina. Or every, every Latino. 
I mean, and there's probably some Latinos who vote for Trump, but I'm going to say 90% of the houses we go to. And the other thing is the app sends us to houses that are registered Democrats or no party preference. So we're not talking oh, to any Republicans. Wow. It's crazy that the apps, it's a little invasive, right? I mean, it's a little, it's a little bit little like... invasive. We walk up to people's homes and we already know who lives there and who's registered as a Republican or as a Democrat. Wow. So we knock on the door, they open it. We're like, yo, is uh, Alejandra and Stacy here or whatever? And they're like, yes. Like, maybe the dad opens the door and we're like, are your two kids here? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they come to the door and we're like, you're registered Democrat. Do you know about the election? So basically, we just give them, we tell them when the election is, when to vote, where to vote. If they're into it, if they're supporting Bernie, we give them all the information on how to vote and when. And if they're not into it, then we were like, okay, well, do you know who you're voting for? A lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's, what are you interested in? What's important to you? A lot of these people don't have health care or their health care sucks. Yep. They're not making enough money. They're worried about ICE raids. Uh, they're worried about fucking student debt. A lot, like young people especially, they want to go to college. So yeah. we're like, well, he has all of these different platforms. They're worried about guns. They're worried about this. And so we're like, oh, that's cool. Bernie does this, 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 and this. And they're like, oh, Wow. That's nice. And then we add in the fact that he's not taking any super PAC money, so you can actually believe what he's saying, because he's not like just some bullshit charlatan the up there. Interests, yeah. And we say that he has the best chance to beat Trump, because he's beaten Trump in 65 out of 70 polls. Mostly people are like, oh, shit. Some people aren't even registered, and we have registration forms. We get them registered right there. We take them back oh, to the wow. headquarters. So it's like... So they'll, they'll spend like a half hour of their day to do this. So. Right. And, uh, you know... I, I don't know ultimately how many people I converted, but I think I probably activated some people. And if even if I can take my vote and turn it into 20 votes, 30 votes, boom. If everybody does that. That's huge. That's how we're winning. If Bernie wins 300 plus delegates in California, it's pretty much over. Uh, California's 415. So if he gets over 300. The beautiful scenario which we were hoping for is he wins and everybody else is under 15%, which means they're not even uh, viable. Yeah. And they get none. This will change now because Biden has been, everybody got behind Biden. The yeah. media has been behind Biden from the beginning. Of course. CB, uh, CNN, fucking CBS, MSNBC, they're all pushing Biden. Fox News is weirdly pushing Bernie because they think he is a weak candidate, but they're wrong. Yeah. So why do you think that the Democratic establishment, which is so anti-Trump, is so anti-Bernie too? It's one reason and one... Well, it's two reasons. One, uh, if all of the people who are in there right now are like centrist corporate Democrats, and if Bernie wins the election, they will all be replaced. So they're all fighting for their jobs. Two, if Bernie gets elected, the corporate fucking dnc will lose all of their major donors like the people who bankroll the dnc and bankroll a lot of these campaigns and have huge sway and say in how they vote on things are scared to death of bernie because bernie is calling them out and he's saying we're not going to do this anymore we're going to raise our money from grassroots and we're going to have our views reflect that of our constituents yeah instead of just the fucking top 10 percent of dems yeah the fucking elites you know that's so you he's scaring the shit out of people he is scaring the shit out of people it, it's actually kind of amazing first i was like are they is it just a referendum on what happened with hillary clinton they're just pissed and they're just exacting revenge or is it because basically everyone's in the pocket 
of big corporations and even the Democrats who try to be all fucking like woke and liberal and blah, blah, blah. They really don't mean it. The Democrats, a lot of them do not mean it. A lot mm. of the Democrats, they're playing the political game because that's what politics is, yeah. right? Very, very few candidates. Even Elizabeth Warren rails against super PACs. And now suddenly she's losing money. She's losing support. Two weeks ago, a super PAC called She Persists fucking came out of nowhere and she spent $14 million in Super Tuesday states in advertising. So we're really, it's really Bernie versus everybody. And I wanted Warren to drop out and endorse Bernie as a way to consolidate the progressive vote. She will not do it. It's fine. I mean, I get it. Does she have an answer? I mean, people must ask her why she doesn't drop out. Does she have an answer? Her answer is, I, I get pissed off arguing with Warren people because the policies are very similar. And so a lot of times I am accused of sexism for not like, why wouldn't you back Warren? She's, she's better. She actually, there's this fucking myth that she actually gets things done where Bernie never gets anything done. Yeah. Which is untrue. Bernie has a long record of getting things done behind the scenes, under the table, sponsoring amendments. Uh, He's worked across the aisle on several things. Some bills he wrote and then gave them to Republican senators to pass because if he presented them, then they wouldn't get passed. Don't you think that when Bernie runs against Trump, if Bernie wins, Mm -hmm. and the vote, the bet that we had, we have a $200 bet on this. Yes. That I think Trump is getting reelected, and obviously I'm not saying Trump is getting reelected because I want Trump to be reelected. You're just playing the odds. I just think that um, I bet with my heart. I have very, I have very little belief in the system and any system that's run by. I mean, having been through an eviction for two and a half years in the housing court, when I knew that I had justice on my side and I knew I was right, I was like, oh, it doesn't fucking justice and being right doesn't fucking matter. What really matters is how much money you have, and if I'm fighting a co-op, which is a corporation, Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose. So basically, it's Bernie's fighting corporations. You are not alone. That, what you are feeling, everybody feels that. That is why Bernie is winning. I experienced it. Because the system is fucking bullshit. But the the Things are not fair, and we're getting fucked over all the time. And this is one guy who's like... I'm not going to take a fucking dime of their money and I'm going to go at every single power structure at the same time. Like he has no chance in theory. And yet here he is winning yeah, state crazy. after state. Why didn't he run as independent? Cause independents have no chance. I mean, Ross Perot in 84, he did pretty good. He was up. It was Ross Perot and Reagan and Mondale, the three of them debating together. That's true. He could have done it instead. He would have to fight the DNC, the whole tooth and nail the whole time. <sighs> yeah. But, I think realistically in American politics, if you want to win, there's never been an independent president. No. It would be completely ahistorical. He has a much better chance of taking over the Democratic Party than uh, making his own party. I've had people say that to me, like, you should run as an independent. I'd be like, that would be stupid. That would split the Democratic vote, and then we'd have Trump again. Yes. Well, I mean, that's already kind of, you know, a possibility of the Democrat. So... Give me, give me, let's do a little role play. Okay. Okay. I'm a Latino guy. Okay. I won't do an accent because I'll be racist. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm home. I'm making, you know, dinner for my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to comment what the dinner is either. See how good I am? Usually people, one thing, some people are too nice. Like this one dude, we walked up 
and we signed him up. We registered him to vote. And then he was like, we were like, anyone else in there who might be registered? And he was like, yeah, actually. And he, he's like, do you want some waters and stuff? So he took us in his backyard <laughs> and there's a funeral happening. Holy it's shit. It's a funeral reception. There's probably 80 people there. <laughs> You're handing out bumper stickers. No, no, no. We right. walked in and people were like, what are you doing here? And we were like, we had no idea this was going on. He said we could come in. There was people we could register. We didn't know there was a funeral. In the backyard of his house? Yeah, he had a big, big backyard. Is that, is that a thing that happens in the like like Latino communities? I don't know. I don't know. But wow, we, we got out of there pretty. <laughs> we were like, sorry, 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 sorry. We were like hiding the Bernie emblems. We were like, this isn't what we do. This isn't what we're about. So, okay. So, okay, you knock role play. I want to hear role play. All right. Well, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Go Dyers! <laughs> Stop. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay I can't resist. Okay, uh. Hey, what's up? Uh, hey, this is uh, I'm Tommy. This is Vince. Hey, <laughs> this is my buddy. We uh-huh. we go together, and uh, we're we're canvassing for Bernie Sanders. We're raising awareness about the upcoming election. Early voting is so and so here. Oh, so you will get people on the early is voting. Rico here. Okay, looking. Rico. Rico's, yeah, Rico's sure. in jail. Stop. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, he wouldn't be registered to vote then. <laughs> okay. Well, then we would be like, all right, sorry to bother you. Are you interested in Bernie? And they say no, and we would leave, and we would mark him not you home. You give him a pamphlet. Not home or moved. Yeah. But do pe- people must know? I mean, knocking on people's doors now is fucking, it's like that Sebastian Maniscalco bit, like when you have company. Yeah, it's like kind of aggressive. Like, like if someone knocked on my door, first of all, if I hear a knock on my door, I'm like, I'm in trouble. Yes. That's my first thought. I try and do a very friendly knock. That's important. I'd be like, bop, bop. Here's the thing. I used to do, 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 do. And then I was talking to this guy, this, this Latino guy who I was canvassing with, with Vince. And he was like, don't do that because in some Latino communities, that stands for, uh, chinga tu madre, cabron. And I was like, what? Fuck Is it. that a known thing? He was like, yeah, so just just do a different <laughs> rhythm on the knock. I was like, all right. But you also can't be like, bang, 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 because that's like a cop knock. Despacito. <laughs> yeah. You got to kind of mix it up, keep it fun. You've been doing that for how long? How, long, how many houses have you gone to? I've probably gone to like maybe 160, 180. Holy shit. Mm. And then you went to a rally too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't do, I did three separate times I did that. I'm what not. are the what what is a Bernie rally like? Does it does it fe- does it feel? Do you feel that you're in? Because when I went to Occupy Wall Street in mm-hmm. New York, and I was like, yeah, man, Occupy Wall Street, I'm down with this shit. And I went there, and it was really a lot of people co opted the Occupy, which is why it kind of fell apart. Because then it just became basically like Burning Man just showed up and was naked and fucking playing <laughs> sweaty drums, yeah, all day. And it was homeless people, and and you were kind of like. You, you want you want everyone, but there's also it just got really polluted by. I mean, there's some crazy hippies for yeah. sure. Yeah, as as there is it so many things, but uh, mostly it's very friendly. It's a lot of young people. It's very diverse. Yeah, uh, especially in LA. But I went to one in North Carolina. It was pretty diverse, and basically it's a little bit boring. Because it's like speaker after speaker after speaker saying stuff you kind of already agree with. But everybody mm. goes, rah, rah, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody cheers. And uh, Sarah Silverman was there. Really? She was very oh, yeah, funny. She's a huge Bernie supporter. She had a good set. Dick Van Dyke was there. She had there. a good set. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> and he he was funny because he's like 95, right? Jesus, is he really 95? He's 95. Oh, my God. 
And uh, he made a couple jokes about we should elect a young guy like Bernie. That's funny. Because he's like 95 and he still has all his marbles. And, uh, and there was a... I'm trying to think. There was like a nurses union person. Basically, someone of every race and gender goes up and gives a powerful speech, and they all have a and background. Speeches, and the speeches are good. Speeches are good. Are people like drinking in the crowd? Is it kind of uh, like... Not so much. Not so much. Mostly just standing around. This particular one, it was like 35K people just standing. Wow. And, and where uh, was that? That was yesterday. Where? LA Convention Center. Okay. And when Bernie comes out, is it like Elvis has just entered the yeah. building? Yeah, it's very exciting. Everybody <laughs> fucking goes crazy. Everybody has signs. So, like, there's tons of signs, and everybody holds them up at each uh, proposal. And Bernie gives a stump speech. He, he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Bernie could be a more inspiring speaker. Yeah. He presents as kind of this ruffian, this ragged, working-class dude, which I appreciate, right? He's not polished. He speaks from the heart. And it's not, like, uh, fancy. It's not flowery. Like, Obama was, like, he could move you to tears yeah. with a speech, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but what Bernie does is he just gives the policies, right? He goes down the list of problems that is facing America. Yeah. And then he gives solutions to each one. He says, this is some shit that we're all dealing with. This is what I'm going to do about it. It's all substance. Yeah. And then at the end, he says, uh, well, that's all, folks. And then he, and then he <laughs> walks off and we all cheer. He says, and he, and he makes how it about this, us. How long does his speech go? Mm, pretty short. Probably like 10 minutes, 10, yeah. 15. Yeah. And does his energy seem sort of like limitless? Like he's just kind of like this fucking, like I'm fueled by the power of socialism. The people. I, I got to say, considering, I mean, he probably gives like three or four speeches a day. He's just getting yeah. bussed from location to location to location. And... He kills it, man. He kills it. He has good energy. So it's not like weekend at Bernie's <laughs> with a prop. It's like because Joe Biden is like weekend at Bernie's. It Joe is. Biden is like he's just being propped up on sticks and he's being. <laughs> They're really propping him up, and he has no chance. You think he has no chance? Mm-mm, not even a chance in hell, in my opinion. I'd vote for him because I don't like Trump, but I think here's here's what I'm calling right now. This is gonna be an edgy prediction. I'm thinking that Biden is going to clear fifteen percent. In, in California? California. Okay. Yeah. You're probably right. And I think in Texas, he's going to come pretty even, close to even with Bernie. But he's okay. going to become close to even. I think he's going to win North Carolina. Maybe. So then what are the states? Then Arizona is in the balance. What else is in the balance? Massachusetts, Massachusetts and Bernie, Minnesota obviously. are both the home states of Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. If so Massachusetts loses Massachusetts, be- that she should drop out. But it's yeah. going to be close. Bernie is currently leading in the polls, but we'll see. Yeah. If she, I mean, if she dropped out and gave her support to Bernie, he would win 100% of Massachusetts. Probably. Easy. But yeah. she won't do that, um, which is sad, but that's the game, baby. <laughs> and so don't you think now, let's, let's, let's go in the future. Let's say that Arkansas, Bernie will lose. Bernie will lose Alabama. The whole South, Bernie's going to lose most of the South. Bernie will win Arizona. Bernie will win Texas. He will win California. He will crush in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, is his policy federal legalization of weed? Is day that, one. Really? Day he one. He said that. He takes it off the... He decriminalizes it the, day one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that like legalizes and regulates it, but day one, he decriminalizes it, and he works to expunge the record of everyone who has a nonviolent drug offense. 
Wow. That's popular, man. People want that. Is, that. Yes, that's very popular, obviously, for particularly for minority communities where people have been fucked over by being like, did I tell you the time I went to jail in New York? Yes. I, I yeah. jumped a turnstile and I was in jail in New York and like, and these, these, these people are all, it was in central booking. This is in, probably in the stop and frisk in, era. It was, I think it was right before, when was top, Stop and Frisk era? I think it was right before that. Mm, maybe mid-2000s. By the way, I had, a, I had a girlfriend I dated who was stopped like 12 times for yeah. Stop and Frisk. And she was a cute little blonde Jewish girl. So, I don't know. I think a lot of the profile was also like, let's just feel up this hot chick. Oh, for sure. It was a fucked up policy. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was before Stop and Frisk, but it was definitely, it was closer to like after 9-11, like the weirdness after 9-11, because I didn't have my ID. Mm. So when I jumped the turnstile, like I was like, oh, I'll get a fine, but I didn't have my ID, so they had to book me. Wow, okay. I was in jail for 28 hours. And all the people were on their way to Rikers or wherever the fuck, what's the other big one in, in New York? I don't remember. Dynamore, anyway. Rikers is the big one. So... But a lot of these kids, and I was so scared at first, I just kept my head down. But when I, after like, you know, you're there for a day, you're like, okay, I'm not going to get raped. I can kind of pay attention to what's going on. And a lot of these kids, like you see like 18-year-old kids that were there because they were caught with a joint. Yeah, man. Literally a joint. And it's really like, fucked up. You'd hear them talk, and they were funny, and they were well-spoken. Yeah. And they were caught with a fucking joint. Mm -hmm. And it was their third offense. This is during the three-strike policy. So they were like going to prison. For like years. For years. Sometimes 15 plus years. For just like, this is third time, small offense. But hey, three strikes, you're out. Yeah. Do they still have the three-strike policy? Is that something that exists? I think so. I think it's in California too. Ugh, it's awful. Anyway. um, so The other thing Bernie's doing is he's ending cash bail. Because there's almost half a million people in jail right now who have been in jail for like up to two years who have never been convicted of a crime. Yeah. Because they are poor people and they don't have enough for the bail. So they just get arrested, just accused of something, and now they're in jail for like two, three years without ever being uh, convicted of anything. So what does that mean? No cash bail, they get released? Uh, yes. Okay, because in my head, I'm like, no cash bail, so credit card bail. No. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're going to do something, but ultimately, it's not fair to set some unreasonable price so that only rich people can go home and see their families and live a normal life before yes. they've been convicted of a crime. Yeah. Now, one of the things that we've talked about briefly, and back to the idea of collectivism versus individual liberty, is that I think that most people would agree that the ideas that espoused by Lenin and Marx mm -hmm. are great right. in theory, right? Anytime a, them, yes. anytime a utopia has been created or tried to be created, it always goes tits up in a ditch because human beings run the utopia and you can't run a utopia when you have imperfect people because you're always going to have a certain amount of people who are just corrupt and yeah. greedy for power and they fuck everything up. A lot of the times, like it, for example, I was a big yogi and I kind of got out of yoga because a lot of it was every time a guru would have a kind of community of people in Santa Fe or Sedona, whatever it is, they ended up fucking all the hot yoga girls and yeah it was just what they did that's what literally like almost every indian guru did i'm not saying that bernie's gonna be fucking i don't think he's gonna be fucking girls, the hot yoga girls but i do think that there's something about the idea <laughs> of like this i this beautiful idea of collectivism is impossible to maintain in society run by human beings because humans are fucked i see what your point is but i think that the ideas he's proposing are a lot simpler and a lot smaller government than people are kind of giving credit for it. Like 
the Medicare for all idea mm -hmm. is so much simpler and less complicated than what we have now. What we yeah. have now is already incredibly corrupt, incredibly unethical and incredibly inefficient, mm -hmm. right? We have like eight insurance companies and they're all price gouging and jacking up the fucking price to insane prices in order to have all of these administrators and each hospital has a ton of administrators who have to juggle all of these different plans. And then the CEOs are making a lot of money mm -hmm. and it's for profit. And they basically make their profit by making sure that people don't get care and have to pay as much as possible under the new plan, Medicare for all, there's only one plan. And the only purpose of the plan is to just pay for people's shit. Yeah. And we all pay into it and we all get benefits from it. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this is going to be some like huge government organization. It's just basically a common sense system that has to be maintained. But I don't really see that many ways that it could be corrupted. Well, it will be, I don't know if the word is corrupted, but it'll definitely be taken advantage of by people who are, and I know we talked about drug addiction and stuff, but there are people who will just use the hospital as sort of like their, their rehab. You know, people will... I think that up and having up at a hospital and free access to mental health care in this country is a good idea. I think so that will lower free, school shootings and lower violence. Do you mean that therapists and psychiatrists will be part of the free like service for Medicare? I don't know if like specifically therapists, but I do know that mental health will be included yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. Which uh, ultimately... And, and also for things like the coronavirus, right? That's coming to our shores in certain it's here. countries. It's here already. People Didn't are already like dying. Ten people in Washington State die already like yesterday. And you got to look at the Trump administration and be like, is it a good thing that they cut funding from the CDC before this happened? Is did it they a good cut, thing? Did yeah. they cut it right before it happened? Not right before, but they cut it as part of their initial fucking cut down government and give tax breaks to billionaires. Yeah. And then you got to look at should Mike Pence, a guy who doesn't even believe in science outside of conversion therapy, should yeah. he be the guy who's in charge of stopping he it? He probably believes that coronavirus was sent to kill the undeserving people. Yeah, dude. And if you die, you didn't pray hard enough. I mean, he's really just going to try and pray this whole thing away. And they're all fucking lying to us about how many people are going to die and what the effects are going to be. Yes. Now, it's he, a scary time to not be able to trust your government. I agree. I agree with that. I do think that one of the things, and we've, I know you hate Ben Shapiro, and look, I don't like Ben Shapiro, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro, but... No, I want to hear it. One of the things that I've found, when because I, I was listening to Pod and Ben Save America, Pod Save America, and Ben, and ben uh, Shapiro, because I just want to hear, okay, let's hear both sides. Okay. And every time something happened, particularly if it was like a culturally zeitgeisty moment, the Pod bros... Mm -hmm. Pod save bros were like chicken little, the sky is falling. Look at this, look at this travesty, da 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 da, like whoa, running around, arms flailing in the air. And and it speaks to a lot of different things. First of all, small things like the Jesse Smollett thing, right? Right. Right away, Ben Shapiro was like, it looks like a hoax. Mm -hmm. And of course, if if anyone on the left had said that in the first week or two, even now, it's a delicate thing to talk about. But anyone on the left said the first week, they'd be like, you fucking racist piece of shit, go fuck yourself. You're like, blah, 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 blah. you're a Trump supporter, blah. Sure. He didn't have to worry about that because he's also not beholden. That's what his, and he ended up bearing out to be correct. Sure. The, the kid with the MAGA hat in the Mall of America with the Native American banging the drum in his face, 
you know, he was doxxed. He was threatened by Trevor Noah and Kathy Griffin and all these celebrities like this piece of shit. And then you find the whole tape and it's just like a fucking kid who is being yelled at. Can I say, I think that these type of examples are exactly the way that right-wing media fucking minimizes all of the good policy ideas that the left has and makes the whole conversation about this bullshit isolated social incidents that nobody cares about. But but you think working families give a fuck about the MAGA kid or Jesse Smollett? They but like, don't. That wasn't blown up by the right-wing media. That was blown up by the left-wing media. Because the left-wing media is just as bad. Fuck MSNBC. Fuck CNN. Okay? They are not, they do not have our best interests at heart. This is the same media that is trying to stop Bernie Sanders at every single turn because they like things just the way they are. They like us focusing on these fucking obscure, stupid PC politics. Bernie Sanders mm -hmm. isn't about that. Bernie Sanders is like, let's get off of that bullshit and fucking focus on the things what that are actually going to help really people's do. lives. Now, so Bernie wants to do Medicare for All and he wants free college for everyone? Tuition free. Tuition free. Public college tuition free. Okay, so you'll still have the schools like Princeton, Yale, Fucking, Harvard, they'll be yes. a bajillion dollars. You have to still pay for those and you still probably have to pay for books and lodging. But yeah. the initial tuition will be affordable, free for everyone. Yeah. All right. Is he gonna make unemployment better again? Uh <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna Fix our crumbling infrastructure. He's going yeah, to build housing says. for the homeless. Fix our crumbling infrastructure. Like, yeah, but Bernie Sanders it. isn't fucking around. Okay, but like he, he, he can't do free public college. Mm -hmm. He can't do Medicare for and fix infrastructure unless he completely decimates the military industrial complex. And which is that's like, the fucking plan. Which is like 60% of... He's going to cut the military uh, budget by like a trillion dollars. By the way, this is a... Hello? Hey, we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about uh, Bernie right now on the podcast. Me and Tommy Wakefield. Do you, I know you're a Bernie supporter. Do you want to say anything about? Do you want to do your pitch, your Bernie pitch? Because we're trying to convince people to vote for Bernie on Super Tuesday. Are you serious? Yeah, you, you're. Yeah, you're on the podcast right now. Just say you, I know you're passionate about Bernie. So, what you got? If you've been canvassing, what do you say if you approach the house? Come on, pressure's on. And this is why millennials can't run shit. Okay, go ahead. Into the top. Right here? Wait, is this going to be recorded? Oh, top. Disclaimer? No, here, right? Wait, hold on. Huh? No, don't. Bill. Yes, it's, we're recording it. Okay. So, um. <laughs> so Tommy's been very passionate about Bernie. He's been making some very passionate comments about why Bernie should win. And uh, and why he will win, and I want to know you've been canvassing. You're big Bernie, not a Bernie bro, a Bernie gal. So what do you got? Um, okay, let's uh, let's role play. We'll do the role play. Me and Tommy didn't really do it. I'm a Mexican in Covina. You just knocked on my door. What's wrong with Covina, Tommy? That's what. <laughs> no, no. That's what, don't be racist, Tommy. So you, okay. you knocked on my door. Hey, what's up? Um.
Giuliani is truly one of the few candidates or one of the only politicians in a long time who wants to like uproot that system and change it. Um, and uh, the fact that he has so many so much support from the working class shows that people are tired of the way American politics has been. And if we really want to change it, we need to vote for the politician because no one else is going to stand up to the big banks and the pharmaceutical industry. And, you know, like even, even the military industrial complex like Bernie has been consistently. So this is our one chance or else we don't get a chance to complain about politics and say everything's the same because he really is trying to make a change. And we, we need to give him our support. I'm not convinced yet. What else you got? <laughs> um, yeah, med- yeah, like everything that makes, like, why is it that we still make the same living wages but everything else has gotten more expensive? Like, the pressure has been building on the working class from everything, from our healthcare system, the school debt, like, there's no standard of living that's, like, been, that, that's been normal for Americans. Like, we are working hard and not getting any benefit out of it. And this is not, like, the America that even the previous generation grew up in. Like, we have to stand up for, like, a right to have, you know, a living wage and a good standard of living. Like, this is what America was built upon. You know, like, why wouldn't we vote for Bernie? He, he clearly is not appeasing or appealing to any of the interests, like, the corporate interests. Like, he's going to work for the people, and he's proven that. What else can you want for a candidate? He's completely transparent. And yeah, we should support that. Like, what is what would your qualm be with an honest politician who wants to stand up for your right? Well, the reason my qualm is this: uh, I've been playing the lottery for years now, and I think I'm going to make a lot of money soon. And once I make that money, I don't want people to take it from me with with the communism. That is a completely selfish point of view, and that's why I know. But that's why Bernie's whole thing is not me us. Like, we should care, even if. Uh, you know, you don't have cancer, whatever, you should care about the person who has cancer and can barely afford, like, to get the proper health care. And the medical system we have now is just going to let that guy die. Like, we should care about, you know, the minorities, the disenfranchised, the marginalized communities, the, you know, the black population, that majority of them. There's a large amount of uh, black people in the criminal justice system that have no right, they don't deserve to be there. We need to advocate for people even outside of us and outside of our own interests. And that's what Bernie stands for. Okay. All right, but I only, I only. That's a human rights issue, even an economic issue. Like, you know, like the way the economy's been going, it's only been benefiting the people at the top. So, economically speaking, like these Medicare for all and stuff. Like, yeah, sure, he's going to raise our taxes, but in the long run, they've done studies. It shows that actually we end up paying less. Like, sure, our taxes initially are going to go up, but we're going to pay less for health care. It's an effective tax cut if you look at it. Hmm. Okay. If you look at how much people are paying now for healthcare and you consider like healthcare premiums a tax, he is effectively cutting taxes on 90% of Americans. 90%? Is that the number? Mm-hmm. He's giving a 4% tax on income over $30,000 a year. So if you're making like 30000 a year, like you're, you're going to be paying like, like fucking $400 a year yeah, for healthcare. Like what you're making, Tommy. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that sounds we're not trying to be enslaved by the system like you know again america was you know democracy is a powerful thing like this is one of the few countries in the world that i, I truly like i don't know we shouldn't lose it to these like corporate interests like you know it, you're not benefiting even bill if, if you do happen to win the lottery they're going to take costs out of so many other things like this is not the way to be surviving as Americans. I, I don't know. That sounds largely, like, uh, subjective, but... What about... I, I don't know. 
What about the argument that that success is being punished under Bernie's policy? Ha! What like innovation? Like what? What success? Like what do you mean by success? Yeah. Well, like I have a lot of uh, ideas for big companies I want to make, but I don't want to do it now if I'm not going to be able to come and be a millionaire and live in a private mansion with a jet. So why would I? Why would I start this new company? If you have a good idea, you think you'd be able to go up against big companies like Apple, Amazon, whatever. Like they're creating a stronghold on a bunch of industries that it's creating less competition. Actually, you know, like antitrust laws and all this stuff under Trump. Like these companies are getting stronger. So actually, it would be in your favor if you do want it. You know, innovate and like build a company around your ideas. It's better to break down these big corporations so you actually have a chance to like get into this whole like the field and compete against them. But the way things are going now, it's going to be detrimental to your perceived success, like potential success, right? Small businesses and the working class and the workers of companies like Amazon and Walmart are being abused and exploited by these companies. And who is paying for it? We are. Do you know that the minimum wage for Walmart employees is so low that they are actually using the social welfare system and our taxes are paying for it. So our taxes are paying for how low the wages of corporations like Walmart are and they're getting all of the profits. That is not success being uh, rewarded. That is everyday working people being exploited. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Even on the issue like immigration, right? Like, you know, like we're, we're all the same thing. We're all paying into it. We're all paying into all these like measures to like, I don't want to get into a whole other issue, but like, in border enforcement and stuff and things that are just purely not efficient on an economic level, right? Like we could benefit from having like more immigrants, like a, a better path to amnesty, which uh, Bernie has, and we could actually gain money from the taxes those people would be paying as citizens because we live in this like consumer-based society, right? Like we have to think of it from an economic standpoint and not just like conjecture and like, oh, what should be, you know, successful. It's like what do the statistics show? What do the studies show? Like how do we actually build a good, thriving economy? But an open border doesn't mean that uh, drugs are going to come in a lot easier and the Mexicans are going to be taking my job. No, and I'm not, it's not saying it's a better path to amnesty. It's not necessarily saying, oh, completely open borders. And no one is advocating for an open border. A, uh, thousands of more jobs in, in the economy, especially with like things like artificial. Like the economy is changing. There's going to be jobs for everyone. Like that's not the issue. It, yeah. It's, it's just going about it efficiently. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't want open borders to happen and then someone take my job at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> Saturday night, 7.30 every Saturday, guys. Wait, you're, yeah, you're a comedian? <laughs> yeah, say, all right, well, that's that's very compelling. Uh, I'm not going to say your Is name, because in case any death threats, uh, death threats come in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, okay. so what's your prediction tomorrow? He's going he's gonna to crush? Of course, and, and I, I, my canvassing has been integral to his success, so, uh, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I do believe, yeah, he's going to win California, he's going to do well. How many houses did you go to? Um... I don't know at this point. Like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Over a hundred? Um, probably. All right. Well, good for you. I hope it works out. And uh, for not only me, but for you as well, even if you won't realize it. <laughs> you mean I, I get to? I'll get to move out of my dumpster behind the Chuckle Hut if Bernie wins. <laughs> you'll, you'll stay in the dumpster, but you'll get to have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. 
I think he might have mentioned you specifically in the plan. Awesome. All right. Thank you, random Bernie supporter. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Bernie Sanders 2020. Now, um, I... uh, She's got Bill Dawes convinced. (laughs) I don't think it's going to work. What's going to work? I just think that people are too greedy. When she said that we should care about other people having cancer, of course we should. Mm -hmm. Do we? No. Have you met a human before? They only care about themselves and their immediately fa- immediate family, which is why the mafia thrives so much in America. Because just People, the idea that you have a family that you protect and you enclose yeah. and you keep out the coronavirus, you keep out the Mexicans. Keep, that's, a, that's a very cogent argument for people to get behind. People and, do care right. about themselves and their immediate family, but... I believe that there are enough people at this point in America whose family and close friends have been deeply affected by the current system that we're going to win. Okay. Because the percentage of people who have that selfish viewpoint and are not being affected is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. I think that, um, I do think that greed is such an, like greed and sex and hunger are just the three And they're all connected, right? Greed of everything, greed of money, greed of greed of sex, greed of greed of resources. So I think that um, it, it's like built into our DNA back from caveman. Like we have to mm. fucking survive and fucking coalesce our small groups and and figure out how to be a tribe. So I, I understand the idea of Republicans being like, I'm protecting my land, my ranch, my family, my my ideology with my guns and all this shit. So. Everything that's being said by Bernie and everything that's being espoused by collectivism is a beautiful concept. But I just think that people are so fucked up that it's going to be the people that's benefiting aren't going to be responsible with it. Same thing with the, the UBI idea, mm-hmm. $1,000 a month. Like a lot, that, a lot of people are just going to blow that gambling or in Vegas or yeah, bullshit maybe. or drugs or whatever it is. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe they – so – it's like we're taking, we're saying, here's a beautiful thing. Let's let's treat it responsibly, and we have no evidence proving that it can be treated responsibly. What evidence do we have in history where collectivism has been used responsibly and has been? Now you say Denmark, but Denmark is a capitalist country. We are a capitalist country. No yeah. one is saying we're not going to be capitalist anymore. Yeah. Denmark, England, Australia, Japan, most of Europe, Canada—they all have a working system of Medicare for all. Yeah. Or some type of single-payer healthcare system. Yeah. And they're all capitalists. And guess what? The United States is still going to be capitalist. No one is saying we're not going to be capitalist anymore. All we're doing is implementing a few socialist programs into the capitalist system to make things a little bit more fair. I mean, so we, we already have, have socialist yeah. programs in it. We just, want to we, have expand, a ton of we just want to expand the socialist programs we already have. And the socialist programs we have are incredibly popular. Yeah. Medicare is very, very popular. Medicare is popular. The fire department is popular. Fucking post office is popular. Please, Fucking social so security is popular. Yeah. All we're going to do is we're going to protect those, we're going to expand them, and we're going to take a lot of money from a very small group of individuals who don't need it. Who don't need it. And do you think it's going to also be disincentivizing the military-industrial complex? Do you think a lot of money will be taken from the military? Because right now, I think I heard like in, in your taxes, like 60 cents per dollar goes to the military directly or indirectly we uh, are currently true. paying more into our military than every single other country combined yeah and and like there's a good chunk beyond that and that frankly is a little bit ridiculous yes 
I just just don't understand it. And Bernie's very much isolationist. He wants to pull everyone out of every country. He wants to no longer protect Israel. He does. He's going to still protect Israel. He just wants there to be a little bit of fairness and a little bit of justice for the people of Palestine so that they stop being attacked and killed. He is going to bring them both to the table. He's going to have them negotiate, but he is not going to negatively affect Israel in a way that will put them in danger. Because I always go back to the Team America theory, which I think we've talked about as well, Mm -hmm. which is there's assholes, dicks, and pussies in the world, right? And if the world was run by pussies, that would be that would be great. If the world was run by pussies, kumbaya, and everyone's loving, and no one's no one's there's no points, no hard edges, right? But um, assholes come around and they just shit all over the pussies. Right. Yes, there's a lot of assholes out there. And, and what just, Bernie is, is Bernie is a dick, and he's fighting on behalf of the pussies. Well, and it's about time the pussies had a dick in there. The, the, but, the, but America has often been the dick who's fucking the asshole, so the asshole stops shitting on the pussies. Now, I'm not a huge fan of like inter- intervening in every conflict. Of mm-hmm. course, America gets it wrong so much of the time. Yes. But there are also a lot because of the time when what Mar- is an asshole and what is a pussy is very subjective depending on who you are and where you're from. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes I think it's kind of hard. How you- strange that Saudi Arabia hasn't been seen as an asshole, <laughs> even though they are an authoritarian dictatorship who yeah. murders people in the street for sorcery. But, oh, no, Venezuela. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much hypocrisy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If you can give us money, you can do whatever the fuck you want, China. Yeah. Huh? I mean, because America can't go around and fuck every asshole in the world. Because some assholes will fuck us back. Assholes. Yeah. yeah. Some, yeah some, some, you got some power bottoms out there. They're going to pump, pump up the jam and push that ass back. <laughs> I think this metaphor has got extended a little bit too far. Maybe. Those are the dick jokes that we <laughs> promised you. And now we're in. Now, Tommy, mm-hmm. hard left turn. You met any cute ladies canvassing for Bernie? There's some cute ladies out there for Bernie. That must be probably a lot must, of them. That's a great way to kind of start a relationship. It's nice to know you're politically aligned with somebody. It's not so much politically; it's ideologically aligned. Because yeah. it's not so much because Bernie is an ideologue. I mean, at the end of the day, sure. like he's an ideologue. He, mm-hmm. as a politician, I don't think a lot of people will say he's the most talented politician. Like no. Pete Buttigieg is a talented politician. You know, he is... Mm. Obama was a talented politician. Right. Bernie is just fucking... He's closer to Trump. In the, he's a mirror image of Trump in the sense that he's just like, this is fucking who I am and this is what I feel and blah, 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 blah. And these are, this is my idea. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's Trump very is- transparent and he doesn't really pander and he kind of tells it how it is even when it's not popular. He yeah. was supporting gay rights in the fucking 70s when it was political suicide. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like all of these issues that we now think of as normal, he was pushing for them 30 years ago and people were like, you're crazy, Bernie. And now people are like, wow, everybody else was crazy. Okay, so we, we, we've, we've fast forwarded into the, the Ford machine and now Bernie's won. Bernie beat Biden. Biden's back in his coffin <laughs> with his arms Back folded. in his retirement home. And um, you know what? I like Biden. Terrible candidate. Terrible candidate terrible has candidate. no chance. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think I think if he won against Trump, I think it would be a shit show. Um, so Bernie wins, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Now he is against Trump. Yes. Think of all the things that the Trump and the Trump money and the Russian troll farms and everything they're going to use to diminish 
It's going to be insane. Is. It's going to be fucking nuts. All First the all, media, he hun- he all the money is going to be honeymooned in the Soviet Union, which for a good solid 20% of Americans are going to be like, what? He honeymooned in the Soviet These 20% of Americans were never going to vote for a Democrat. I'm not worried about them. Really? You don't think there's some Democrat, some people out there who are, because look, I remember when, who was that fucking weird guy with the red, the red sweater during the Trump days and the glasses? And he was like, I'm undecided. And everyone's like, oh, the cute guy with the red sweater. And then they Oh, thought, Bone. Kevin Bone or some shit. <laughs> Ken Bone. I don't know. Ken Bone. And then you looked at his Reddit and he was talking about like, I've been fucking my wife, Raw Dog, and I love it. And you're like, ugh, this yeah, guy's yeah. a creep. Anyway, um, so there are a lot of Ken Bones out there who are undecided and can be swayed by propaganda. I mean, I think that's what we learned from the Trump election. Right. Is that you, there are people, and they're not bad people. Yeah. And they're not necessarily dumb people, but they're not coastal elites like we are let's be sure honest. okay and they kind of don't wouldn't not, consider myself an elite but i am coastal you are such a fucking elite how tommy. am i an elite tommy what are you wearing right now you're wearing skinny jeans <laughs> they're slim they're slim bill <laughs> the slim cut from target thank you very much are they from target mm-hmm that's where i, I shop at target that's my ritzy place okay yeah but you probably call it tarjay don't you no i don't call it tarjay and your shirts okay i don't call it much well, at you're, all you're, you're, but that's also something like i'm so hip because i'm wearing target what you know i mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm so hip because i'm wearing i'm not walking you around work, bragging about you, target look we're on sunset boulevard in west hollywood when the most high rent places in america you're working at the world famous laugh factory you make it just over minimum wage <laughs> you just over no health care no health care yeah, exactly. yeah i'm really quite the elite over here i'm wearing <laughs> suits to work every day but you but you're also stepping on the proletariat for so you could afford to be poor you know what i mean it's sure like, you can just like not eat for four days and you'll be fine <laughs> and you don't need health care because like you know you break a leg you just shake it off yeah yeah just slap some duct tape on the bad boy um, so there's going to be such a huge attack and they, ha- they have a lot of ammunition for middle America and for people who are undecided and for the yeah. bones of the world to say like, look what this guy, he lived in a fucking yurt. He was, he is a hippie. You're right, man. He never had a real job in his life. He was like, thir- okay, I'd like to address that. I think that that is some bullshit in my opinion. And I think the theatrics of the Bernie versus Trump are going to be as good as anything. Yeah. And I want Bernie to win. I'm not interested in theatrics, but just looking at it from a set piece, mm-hmm. like theater standpoint, it's like you got two New Yorkers. You know what I mean? A tale of two fucking New Yorkers right yeah. here. You got Trump, the embodiment of privilege, the embodiment of an elite. Okay. His father gave him like $500 million by the time he was an adult in just he was able to do whatever he wanted. He's he, a fuck up. And he blew it all. He blew much. it all. He bankrupted company after company after company. Didn't care. Stepped on everybody. Probably had sex with underage girls on Epstein's Island. You know what I mean? He's yeah. partying around with the fucking elites. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. On the other side, you got Bernie Sanders, right? Brooklyn. A Brooklyn Jewish kid, right? Mm-hmm. Immigrant father. As a boy, he loved the Brooklyn Dodgers. Ebbets Field gets torn down and the family takes the Brooklyn Dodgers to fucking L.A., right? So he has this implanted in his mind that the elites, they can't be trusted because they're going to destroy communities and stick it to poor people. Is that where it started? That's part of where it started, yeah. Interesting. Then he decides, you know, he's trying to figure it out. He helps out in the civil rights movement. He's finding his way, as so many of us are, as so many Americans. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do. I don't know if I'm going to be doing comedy in 20 years, but I'm trying to figure it out. Finally... He finds his way. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get involved in politics. 
because this is a way that I can make a change because he's an activist for all these years. And you know what? He used government assistance. So he's not a hypocrite. He realizes the importance of some of these programs. And then he becomes a mayor, right? He wins by 10 fucking votes. 10 votes becomes the mayor. Burlington, Vermont? Uh, I believe, yes. Burlington, Vermont. Then he goes on to become House of Representatives, Senate, right? And now he's running for president. Just a working class son of an immigrant. Finally found his way, found his calling, found his passion. And now he's running for the highest office in the land. That is the American dream to me. Yeah. Versus Trump, which is the polar opposite. Yeah. So it's going to be good. And uh, Bernie's not going to put up with any of his shit because other people on the debate stage, Trump tries to, he lures them into the Trump game, yeah. right? And nobody beats Trump at the Trump game, right? Mm-mm. Trump is a roast comic. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant at it. Yeah. He can make fun of he's you. Like he can Jeff, make you look Jeff stupid. Jeff Ross of presidents. He is. He is. But Bernie, he's unflappable. He doesn't give a fuck about all of that. He changes the conversation. He makes Trump play his game mm. because his conversation is, I don't want to talk bullshit. I don't want to talk about your damn emails, Hillary. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not interested in personal attacks. He doesn't make a single personal attack. All he talks about is policy and the American people. Well, that's what Hillary did. She just talked policy. And people were like, if Hillary had fucking smacked back a little bit, maybe shit would have been better. So you're just counting on the Bernie bros to do the smacking back. That's what, that's what Bernie does. He keeps it clean and the bros get dirty. <laughs> All right. I'll come down. All right. Well, guys, make sure when you uh, get out there, get out and vote. If you're not registered, register and vote because this is the most important election of our lifetime. And it's if- Bernie versus the fucking media, Bernie versus the Illuminati, Bernie versus the military industrial complex, Bernie yeah. versus the establishment, Bernie versus everybody. And it's not Bernie, it's the people, right? Mm-hmm. It's working people finally standing up and being like, I've had enough of this fucking bullshit. Yeah. And uh, if you're with the 99% get involved. Yeah. And if you are part of the 1%, your house is going to be burned down probably in the next three years. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's no. It's like the French Revolution. No, but if you're a billionaire, you're probably going to be uh, half a billionaire. You know what I mean? If you can fucking handle that. If you got 10 oh, yachts, man. you're only going to have five yachts. Oh, that's ridiculous. I know, I know. What about all the poor working class yacht builders making yachts for them? They will be unemployed. <laughs> the yacht industry is going to be slightly affected <laughs> if you can handle that. All right, man. Well, Tommy, that was really interesting. I like your passion, man. I appreciate it. I think you're dead wrong. No, I'm kidding. I think <laughs> you, no, I, you do, I, but it's okay. I don't think you're dead wrong. I just don't believe. I just think that it's almost like the la- you know. The- I tell you what it is. It's like I, there there have been women I've dated in the past. Yeah, this is the only way I can relate to anything sexually. Is there are women who are amazing women, like mm-hmm. smart, beautiful, funny, monsters in bed. Just like, I mean, could keep up with me even and kidding. So, uh, <laughs> and then when we broke up and we, and then I was like, you have to, you're out in the world now with other guys. And I know other guys and other guys are fucking terrible. Sure. And, and I look at this beautiful person in the sea of goddamn animals. Mm-hmm. And I look at that when I look at something like the ideology of Bernie Sanders and socialism, like here's this beautiful delicate idea that you throw into a fucking bay of wolves right and it just makes me kind of go oh god how's well, it going to be destroyed you now? gotta hope that bernie and his movement will slowly start to elect other people who share this ideology and are similarly not corrupted and i just want to say one last thing about electability because yeah. everybody harps on this 
if Bernie wins every single state that Hillary won, which I think will be easy to do because she was historically unpopular, yeah. and he wins Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, he wins. Yes. If he wins every single Hillary state and Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, which he will almost certainly win, he wins. Yeah. And I just think uh, that the traditional strategy of running a moderate is very stupid, right? John Kerry lost bad, right? Hillary lost mm-hmm. all of these centrists that try and change things midway it's just not the move yeah. joe biden will for sure lose so what do we have to lose by rolling the dice with bernie sanders i'll admit it's a roll of the dice sure. right but you gotta hope that moderates and people in the middle these high propensity voters are gonna vote as they always do to stop trump because this is what they've been talking and talking and talking mm-hmm. about vote blue no matter who you gotta hope the vote blue people vote blue and then you got to think about the huge amount of people that Bernie Sanders is going to be bringing in. The fucking Green Party voters, the Latino vote, the working class people who decided that Trump wasn't quite as good as he said he was going to be. Because Bernie appeals to these people, these like coal miner types. Yeah. These working class whites who are just looking for somebody who's looking out for them. Yes. And he has a history of helping them out. And there's lots of videos of people being like, thank you, Bernie, for that one thing you did. I, I've been a Republican my whole life, but I can trust you because you're not full of shit. I like that. Didn't he say he's going to be a one-term president? Bernie? Yeah. I don't know. Is that something I just heard? Uh, maybe? Somebody said something about a one-term pl- president. I don't think that was Bernie, though. Okay. I think maybe Joe Biden said My that. My prediction is that that uh, Michigan? Bernie will win. Yeah, yeah. He'll lose to Trump. But if he doesn't lose to Trump, he'll be a one-term president. Michigan and, and Wisconsin, to, they only lost by like 5,000 votes. This is very, very possible to flip. All right. If you just got the right message and the right I'm movement. down. I'm down. All right, cool, guys. Vote for Bernie Sanders. Gang, gang. What's, <laughs> what's his, what's his uh, slogan? Not me, us. Not me, us? Mm-hmm. All right. That's okay. <laughs> Better than nothing. Better than keep America great again. You can't say uh, keep America great again when you never made America great again in the first place. Oh, my That's God. That's why he's going to lose. Have you seen the merch that Trump is doing for, like, black communities? What? Oh, my God. I don't even know what it is. Uh, I just so saw full of shit. a photo of it. He's a, I'm not going to lie. Trump is a dangerous politician, and oh, he's a sure. beast on the campaign trail, and he will be fucking hard as shit to beat no matter yes. who it is. All right, guys. Roll up your sleeves. Let's do it. Let's make America great for the first time. <laughs> let's make america have a social safety america. net for the first time ever <laughs> yes i love it all right thanks guys hope you had fun bye bye it's the after left after left welcome to the after left after left after left after left man <laughs> go ahead pull up a chair <laughs> <laughs>